0: And welcome back to another episode of the Geek Spin Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be speaking with Jeff Whitmire. We'll be talking about having COVID My twice, his upcoming album, his love of horror, plus, plus so much, much more. So sit back and strap in because the show
1: is a good.
0: All right, and welcome back to another episode of the Geek Spin Podcast. And on this episode, I am joined by Jeff covid magnet whitmire did, <laughs> did did we ever come to a decision about covid magnet Were we were, were we going to use
1: that i don't think it's going to go viral um okay <laughs> <clears throat> no i don't think that's going to be an official uh moniker
0: <laughs> so obviously you recently succumbed to the omicron variant uh, can you tell us a little bit about your experience
1: uh yeah this is uh i did recently test positive for omicron um about a week and a half ago uh which which kind of blew my mind it blew everyone's mind because this is the second time i've had covid i actually had it back at the end of august probably uh that was probably delta and um but yeah i was vaccinated fully vaccinated at the beginning of 2021 and then got covid at the end of august i then got my booster i think in september and then or september or october and then january rolls around and sure enough i get it again so i'm not really sure what's going on there but uh yeah i mean it wasn't uh uh it wasn't too bad this time i body body aches seem to be my symptom of choice when i get covid so I, I knew something was off when i woke up with that and then a sore throat um so work said go get the test and i had to sit outside the place for four hours in and out of my car um but yeah, it was mostly um, pretty. It was mostly the body aches and headache, and uh, um, uh, uh, the, the felt like a bad cold for a couple days. Uh,
0: how has the pandemic affected you as a performer?
1: Um, <laughs> significantly, actually. I don't know. Um, I'm sure you and, and your audience are familiar with the FOM, the February yeah. Writers Month. Uh, so in 2020. Um, I did the film for the first time. I think it was the first year I ever got all the songs done and I was just felt like on fire. I was just kind of rocking it and, uh, <clears throat> I'm just getting <laughs> rocking meaning just getting them done and, uh, <laughs> uh, original songs and parodies and everything. And I went into February beginning of 2021 thinking, oh man, this is going to be great. I'm going to, uh, it's going to be a new, uh, direction in, in what I'm doing. Um, and then March happened and, uh. Uh, yeah. at first, you know, when we were all quarantined, I thought, I think like a lot of creators did like, well, okay, now I'm going to have more time to work. Um, cause we're all stuck at home, but, uh, uh, it, I, it hit hard though. Like within months, I just, I didn't want to do anything. I started to think as the pandemic wore on. I was like, you know, I don't make a lot of money for music. It's not my primary career. I mean, it would be nice. I would like to do more with it. Um, but uh it's it's you know a full-time job and a family and i was like i to, for me i was like why am i even doing this like i almost gave up on music right like um i don't play I i don't play instrumentation uh great like i'm not a great i've been learning guitar and i've been working on, on getting better at playing my own stuff but i typically pay someone to make music for me and to produce it uh so i'm like why am i spending all this money um and uh Trying to do this when you know everything in the world's going on the way it did. So by June, I was pretty much ready to give up. I was going to stop. And right. um, <clears throat> uh, at the end of July, I'm a, I'm a big horror movie fan, and if you if you've uh, you know if, if you know my music the last year, you see that I, it's been a lot of horror related stuff. I'm a big horror fan. I've been really enjoying that. And at the end of uh, July, this little movie came out called Host on Shudder. It's like a 53 minute movie. And it was all filmed in England in quarantine. They literally made this movie in their own homes. Um, minimal equipment, almost no budget. And I watched this movie and it blew me away. It was like one of the best horror movies I'd seen in a long time. And, and I just started to think to myself, well, if they can do that, if there are people making art during this time, um, what is my excuse? Like, why am I, I, I love to do this. So I sat down and within like a couple hours I had written a parody about that movie uh, host, which takes place all through a zoom call. It's all done over zoom. And I did a parody of Hamilton's, the room where it happened called the zoom where it happened and uh, posted it on my YouTube channel. And the cast and crew of the movie were like, Oh my gosh, this is great. This is so good. I was like, what? (laughs) And, uh, it just changed what it changed, what I wanted to do. Like, uh, from that point on, I was like, you know, it's for me, it's not always about, uh, the the Spotify and, and everything so much um, as just getting that getting that notice of of uh, you know my role models and my idols in the horror community and, and fans and everything and actually the there was a movie on Netflix around the same time called One BR a horror film and the producer right. of that film tweeted to me well where's our song and uh, so I was like I was like uh, wow <laughs> so I was like I guess I'll do that too so I I uh, came up with a parody of that uh, the old apartment from bare naked ladies called the new, my new apartment. And, uh, (laughs) they were tweeting it and retweeting it. And then I ended up doing an interview with them. And I've been chatting with the, the person who did the score for one BR and, uh, it just changed everything about what I wanted to do. And, uh, so yeah, it's went from, I'm going to stop this and never do it again to no, I want to keep doing this, but maybe for, for different reasons for uh, a different audience, I guess you could say.
0: Right, so you've recently really decided to let your horror f- uh, freak flag fly. Yeah, have you found that that's been the right decision?
1: I I have. Um, I mean, it's not all I want to do. I do do original music, which I've always been a little tentative to put out there into the world. Um, because when I started doing music, it was always the comedy stuff and um, the parodies, and then eventually some originals, which I've I've been proud of. But I've, but have been you know comedy horror songs. Uh, but I've done serious originals and uh, things like that but um and my first album was hardly any horror but uh i've yeah i've I mean have I had fun with it? yeah, I don't think I've regretted any of it at all because I've really enjoyed um, you know the 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 audience that I've gotten' they're, they're a that the horror crew is a passionate group of people and and I still feel like you know I'm still grounded in that comedy music side of things and all my friends and and supporters there in the, in the, you know, the nerd core, uh, scene, you know, are definitely, uh, uh, supportive of it. And so, yeah, I've, 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 I've enjoyed it. Um, but you know, with, with the caveat that, uh, you know, it's not the only thing I'm going to do, but yeah, it's been a good time. <laughs>
2: day some dudes really brought the hurt cause I wore my friend E Kruger shirt yeah. 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 yeah so I went home back to my solitude with a used VCR and a picture too Halloween Chut and Chopping Mall kept me safe within these hollow walls I finally found a place where I belong now the crickets are chirping and it won't be long hey hey, 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 hey Joe Bob hey. Driving a place to get away from it A legendary, very scary life retweet And just my life. holy fuck, a Darcy retweets. yeah! <laughs> Who'd have ever thought we'd bring unity To this crystal-loving time messed up community? Then the world's greatest host stated publicly That we'd all be graced with a season three Everybody got wet when they heard the news If you know what I mean, and I think hey, you hey, do! Hey, hey, Joe Bob, Joe give Bob. us the time!
1: A shot in the arm, now I'm reanimated. My ship is on course, cause I'm turning the rudders. D trapped me for but I'm free, utterly shudder me. Pain couldn't stand at the flame we all fanned it. Ignited, united like crazy bandits. Devoured the rabbit spit out of no fear. To finish the bout with a cold close stir We need a new angle, forget the old fangle. listen on am I for dicks to get mangled. They make all us mean, we're just reading and obscene. We'll scream with our queen for the third Halloween. Juba 2 into spewing and blood against doing Bird kicking, our burkey, and cheerleader chewing. Half a body, five rest. Fuck you off, know that I will be watching forever, cause the try in won't
2: die. Walk to the mutant play. R- hey, hey Joe Bob, Bob give us the toes, then we made it through hey, hey Joe hey, Bob, Bob, give us the toes, R- gonna hear a shout! Yeah, in stars, yeah, I'm a terror for oh, oh, any sex anymore. I ain't never gonna change who I am. So if you wanna be free, Come break away break with me. Walk to the mutant crayon! Walk R- 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 to the mutant crap! Walk to the mutant crap! Walk to the
0: mutant crap! So you've got a new album coming up, uh, "Stabby Road." Um, obviously, there's going to be a bit of uh, horror uh, involved in that as well. Can, uh, what can you tell me about the uh, album?
1: So the album, uh, the idea for the album started because of the host song, and then the One BR song, and then I did a Rocky Horror Picture parody. Um, <clears throat> I'm a big fan of the Last Drive-In on Shutter, uh, which is Joe Bob Briggs. Who, uh, if you're, if you're, you know, if you spend some time around horror. You you probably know the name. He's been a movie reviewer for for four decades. And uh, I did an original song about that, and that got, like, Darcy, Diana from the show, actually retweeted it, and I got to sing it to him live at a con. And uh, they're continuing that, yeah. Um, So I was like, no, you know what? I should just do a whole album of horror music, horror songs. Um, So it's going to be, we're we're pushing our... uh, are 80-minute length. <laughs> uh, right. cause I, and, I, and that was still after some some, some kill-your-baby moments, some some dramatic cuts I had to make because I had so many songs I wanted to do for it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's going to be 80 minutes of, of horror comedy music. Uh, the majority of it's parodies, but there are some originals. But, you know, each song, for the most part, covers a different movie, a different horror movie, uh, from the classics to some modern things. There are a few... More kind of compilation type songs or idea songs that, but yeah, the whole album's going to be uh, uh, about uh, about horror movies and, and horror fans and everything.
0: How did you actually get your start in music?
1: I've always been into music uh, from the time I was young. I was just, I've always liked singing and I was in chorus and, and like all through school and college. Um, <clears throat> dabbled in various instruments. I, I wish I would have stuck with them longer than I did now. <laughs> like, I played guitar and piano, but I was, I was not a very, uh, I didn't have a good attention span as a kid and I I didn't stick with anything. I did play tuba for eight years, but I've always loved writing music. Like I can think back to maybe six, seven years old. I was writing lyrics in a notebook and singing songs on my tape recorder. So making music has always been something I've enjoyed doing. And, um, I, I wish I would have kind of focused more on that when i you know at that time when i had the chance you know i took the safe route and got the um you know nine to five kind of thing but um um yeah. making music is always what i've loved doing but uh it was never a primary thing until about three years ago i would say through we we're going on four years now uh i accidentally stumbled into it and uh um, i can tell that story if you like um <laughs> uh, sure i'd yeah, love to hear it but okay so um <clears throat> So, four years ago, you know, I'm I'm still kind of writing music in in my journals. I'm writing lyrics and I'll sing songs. Um, Are you familiar with uh, Channel Awesome at all?
0: No, I can't say that I am.
1: Okay. Channel Awesome was a big site of uh, just a collaboration of movie and music reviewers. It was basically a YouTube reviewer group. Um, And nobody thought anything of it being like a a drama area, but it was just you'd go there and you like a lot of my favorite horror movie reviewers were on there and... Uh, music reviewers like Todd in the Shadows and, and Josh the Horror Guru. Um, but there was this big uh, issue where there were some some things going on that were uh, discouraging for the, the creators on the channel, uh, and they started leaving. So it was probably a couple hundred YouTubers, YouTube reviewers on there, and they all started leaving, and little by little it became this big thing. And um, I was watching it with a good friend of mine. We were both big fans of it. And as it was happening, I was like glued to it every day, every hour. Like, what's going on? Right. Who's leaving now? What is happening? And I said, I said, oh, I just want to do a parody of this. And I had this idea to do a parody about it to the day the music died. And okay. uh, <laughs> like going in, going in full guns because the day the music died is like what six minutes long with a lot of lyrics. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I wrote this uh, parody. Um, And I did it on Smule. I didn't have any recording equipment at the time. So I did it on Smule, the karaoke app. So it was one and done. There was no cutting or anything like I can do now. There was no, uh, okay, well, that take was good for that. I could do that. No, I had to hit the whole thing right on the first try. And I'm a perfectionist. So I did this whole thing and I clicked on YouTube without even having a YouTube channel. And I said, upload. And just said, okay, well, now I've, I've put this song out into the world. Within right. hours, it was just view, view, view. It's still my most viewed song, I believe. But it's it was like view, 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 view. And, um, like, creators from the channel were like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I, I was like, I guess I got a YouTube channel now. If <laughs> you're <But laughs> like, oh, you should do one to We Didn't Start the Fire. So I did another Channel Awesome song to We Didn't Start the Fire. Uh, same way, did it the same way and everything. Um, but... uh. <clears throat> Around the time I was doing that, my wife is a is a huge Jason Momoa fan, um, uh-huh. to to an almost obsessive level, to an almost creepy level. But um, she came in one day, and I'm like, I'm really working on the song. I'm doing this. I'm like, What are you doing? She's like, I'm gonna go watch this Jason Momoa shirt or movie. And uh, so I'm still out there working on the song. She comes out 90 minutes later. I'm like, How was it? She's like, It was good, but he didn't take a, his shirt off enough. And. Uh, <laughs> The next day, I'm driving, and hey there, Momoa comes on the ra- hey there, Delilah comes on the radio, and I start going, hey there, Momoa, what have you done to my spouse? It seems that everywhere I look, there's posters of you around my house. That's not okay. I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> so I, I went with it, I did it, and uh, it, it that's you know, it just it the reaction of it was so good, and I said, nope, you know what? I I've now gotten myself back into the music world, and I'm gonna stay. So from that point on, it's just been writing. That's how the whole thing got yeah, started. Yeah,
0: and actually, that brings me to uh, one of my, one of my questions. Um, Jason Momoa and his wife just split. Are you concerned?
1: I'm a little concerned. I I haven't I haven't really said anything publicly because I, I I'm afraid I might curse myself. But yeah, uh, it's 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 come up in conversations with my wife and I and everything. You know. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'll have to kind of keep an eye on how that goes, uh, that situation. <laughs> but that song actually—they uh, asked me like, "What superpowers yeah, you That was the Did you play any other character? I'm like, be my the that's a really to work, awesome character. It it was hard to turn better.
2: him into a badass. Exactly. I mean, look at me. Hey
3: there, Momoa. What have you done to my spouse? It seems that everywhere I look, there's posters of you round my house. That's not okay. Could you leave your shirt on just one day, so she'd look my way? Hey there, Momoa, she's gotten so hard to appease, now that she begs me to roleplay her superhero fantasies, and I can't deny, I'm more of a Marvel kind of guy, so this doesn't fly.
2: Woman here now.
3: Just asleep. There's just Salma Chalandor when she locks the bedroom door to binge game of throne some more. Every day
2: she looks at me like a hero. Hey
3: there, Momoa. Now you got me in a mood until you came into our lives. I didn't know she liked seafood that was obscene. But she'd let you in her nets behind the scenes. You know what I mean Buckle up, buddy Hey there, Momoa This obsession's got me down She's got me playing second fiddle And if you came to our town She'd have a shot What do you got that I ain't got? I'm just as hot (laughs) No, I'm not Oh, I'd like to match your style Say, can I bum the abs a while? lifeguard. Let me be your soul lifeguard.
1: My muscles start going up. In
3: Braving you shot winner scenes that worked for me because it means you kept your clothes on for most of the flick. The she knows you've got the Bonet, but in her dreams, I know she'd say you're on her freebie list, so it should stick. She'd keep you in an aquarium and take you out when she wants some. I guess I'm forced to fantasize away about Scarlet J. Freebie list. Hey there, Momoa, it's clear we got off to a bad start. I didn't mean to come off wrong or take this matter close to heart. We're still okay. (laughs) As long as you just stay away. And my body's like... (laughs) Don't make me whip out my buffet. My favorite color is pink. You serve up Aquaman filet Superman's dead With some old bay How tall are
2: you? I uh, think six 6'5 Oh, I'd
3: bribe you if I can Please let me be your frontier man Oh, now don't you hesitate Get your ass through a Stargate Get your ass through a
2: Stargate This snake actually oh, got out I come upstairs naked and the snake can wow. come out.
1: How big is the snake? It's,
2: you don't want to let it out of the, you know, I'm going to stalk you for the rest of my life and I'm going to get you.
1: Was I am a, a full
2: fledged stalker. I didn't tell Ooh. her that. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, <laughs> oh. Jason? Who, who was Momoa's first crush? A mariner. Uh, so, what
0: is your songwriting process like?
1: Uh, it's different for parodies and originals. Um, For parodies, typically, I don't like to force it. So um, now, like, for example, with the horror movie songs, um, I'll say maybe I really want to do a song about this movie, but I'll I'll just kind of wait until something clicks, or I'll be driving along and I'll hear a song, and, you know, boom, I hear a movie for it. Um, So then I go from there, and then I research it. I always, even if I watched a movie a hundred times, I still watch it again, and I uh, take notes, which is, I, I, I hear how Weird Al does it, too. He, like, writes all his jokes ahead of time. Um... Right. So I'll kind of, I'll kind of do that, and then um, um, write it out. And then Austin Ashleman from Smashy Claw is the is the producer who does almost all my music. Um, you know, then he'll do a track, and then we'll we'll go from there with the recording process. Um, with originals, it's it's more of a just an idea will come to me. I've been trying to force myself with the guitars that I've been learning to say, okay, you know, I know this is a four chord structure song. Uh, right let's let's play these chords and see what happens so uh the last two years of the film i've been trying to do more guitar stuff so i'll start playing the chords and then uh see what kind of comes out and then go from there uh lyrically so um i think it's a little bit reversed with the parodies and the originals how they the, how they happen uh usually with, for me like the lyrics kind of come with the parodies whereas with the originals i do the lyrics as as i come up with the melodic lines and everything gotcha
0: um, who are some of your musical influences?
1: Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. I'm not <laughs> kidding either. I'm I'm uh, I'm a i am i am i am will name people, but I am a music uh, I'm just a music fanatic. Like I was raised on you know my mom raised me on like Nat King Cole and Everly Brothers, like the Harmonics, the uh, 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 Simon and Garfunkel, Johnny Mathis. Uh, it's like a start, but my dad was a big Johnny Cash fan, and and like some of the right. the, the, the 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 outlaw country guys. So um, as the years have gone by, I said I vowed I would never be that person that would say, oh, music and movies were better back in my day. I wanted to keep right. my mind open to what – so to this very day, I still check out people that are out there. I still listen to uh, mainstream artists and then under the table indie artists and everything. I do the same thing with movies too. Um, but I, I'm always I'm a big fan. I'm a big believer in it. If it's good music, it's good music. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's rap or metal or or um, – or, uh, EDM you know if, if I like it I like it obviously Weird Al is a big influence because <laughs> I'm a comedy mm-hmm. music guy so as well as members of like the Thump have been a big influence on me uh, Insane Ian and Devo Spice and uh, the Nerdcore grew like uh, um, PDX Broadsides. I, I know you just had them on recently um, yeah. <laughs> which they were big supporters of the first album too for like because of MMO and everything so I've got to talking to them and, and Matricula and uh so definitely uh that crew that was doing what I wanted to do already and was established in it. Um I think uh I get a lot of influence from like um um I listen to a lot of Queen, so I try and do that. Alice Cooper now that I'm doing the the yeah. the horror stuff. Um my first big original song was definitely based off Alice Cooper or inspired by him. Um you know, Fountains of Wayne is one of my favorite groups of all time. So I, I do tend to try and I'm not definitely no I'm not no no Chris Lushinger or or Adam Sleshinger or uh, Chris Collingsworth, but uh, uh, I definitely would like to sound like them. But um, uh, LA Everly Brothers again, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. I'm a big harmony fan. I right. I cannot put out a song without doing harms. That's kind of like my trademark. Even when I do a the, a song, uh, I can't just. Single melody. It. I've got to do something with harmonics and everything. So I, I think those bi- those big harm groups from the '60s and the '70s are, are a big influence too.
0: Um, who are some of the artists that you've actually collaborated with?
1: Um, <clears throat> musically, I've had the chance to work with Insane Ian. Insane Ian was the first one who kind of discovered me. Uh, I would say uh, also Alog um, Anthony uh, Legato was the first one who played my music anywhere. But um, Insane Ian. Uh, I was listening, I was starting to delve into, like, the fump and everything, and I reached out to him, I said, hey, your stuff's really great, and he'd listen to mine, and he said, your stuff's really great, you should join the fump. And, um, right. he, so he and I have actually collaborated, my big song, my biggest song was uh, uh, Tickets for Weirdo Al in Sarasota, uh, so he actually uh, jumped on the writing on that, and he does um, vocals on that one, and he also does a rap verse on my song Learn Kung Fu, and we got to perform that mm-hmm. on stage, actually, which was awesome uh, uh Michael Hunter who uh, a couple years ago did it had it with really popular uh Hamilton parody about Weird Al Yankovic we've collaborated uh Matricula and I have have collaborated Beckett the Fifth Sister uh did vocals on a recent song um uh Tina Kirchhoff um uh Suzanne Suzanne Brackett from uh The Chorus on the Cabin Boy was on Final Girl uh so, yeah, I definitely love uh, uh, the doing the collaboration. They got to sing. Uh, what I did, uh, Suddenly Star Wars, I uh, originally I had reached out to Bonnie Gordon from the Library of to do that. Um, but Bonnie's schedule is, is crazy. So we didn't get that. That ended up not working out. <laughs> but when I went to Fum Fest uh, two years ago, we did get to sing it on stage. I got to sing it with Bonnie Gordon. So that definitely was a highlight. Have you
3: had a day? Chest feels so tight Drained from the struggle With the demons you fight The worries you take To become delusions that bite More hills by day Turn into mountains at night For me every sign is. Spent 12 minutes wondering what to say Then dwell on my post for the rest of the day I've got instant insecurity Now who the hell would want to see my selfie? My page is a joke, my cover photo's lame When it comes to
2: gifts, I don't have any
1: When I'm logging on, now let's get this cyber flogging on. Checking out my channel and it's not okay, cause that one thumbs down is messing up my day. Every sign on a road to perdition, bombarded by my competition. Because of one song, what did I read? I got Jason Momoa filling up my feet. Switching to the Holderness family, now how the hell did they get more subs than me? I know it ain't easy, gotta pay those dues, but it's almost all to Satan just to get their views. Who'd have ever thought technology would only amplify my insecurities? Every damn day feel like a jerk when my YouTube bit starts playing at work, so I post, stress, then repeat Am I gonna get blocked, trying to get retweets And Facebook placates my complex Cause it's always trying to make me stalk my ex Now my friends and family got me in a hole Cause I posted something political Gonna share a quick pic for some damage control Here's a cat playing pinnacle with a bowl
3: And I've got... Twitter anxiety. I don't think I'm part of your society. Spend 12 minutes wondering what to say, then dwell on my post for the rest of the day. I've got Facebook faux functionality. Feels like I'm always trying to be someone that isn't me. My page is a joke. My cover photo's lame. When it comes to gifts, I don't have any. Well, if here I came off as nonchalant, so when the hell we gonna get a sarcasm fun. We got twenty-three ways just to heat our
1: meat. But no at a button to delete so the tweet. I've been cursed with this mentality. Gonna lose my freaking shit at every fallacy. It's a spelling error, no one's gonna critique. Okay, that's good, I'll feel better in a couple of weeks. I'm lost on the info super Holy shit, I didn't message on your birthday. You got a
3: hundred greetings, I'm not one of them. Now my world is as empty as my DMs. I didn't wanna be in that chat anyway. I probably should just trash my phone today. And maybe find peace when I resign to leave the social media. A life
1: behind. I'm sure I'll just find when I'm without a i got a billion other things to worry about. Guess I'll just go all masochist again. Buy another laptop and frickin' dive back in.
3: I've got Twitter anxiety. I don't think I'm part of your society. Spends 12 minutes wondering what to say. Then dwelled on my post for the rest of the day. I've got Tweet. Facebook faux functionality. Tweet. Feels like I'm always Tweet. trying to be someone Tweet. that isn't me. Tweet. My page Tweet. is a joke, Tweet. my cover photos lame. When it comes Tweet. to Tweet. gifts, Tweet. I don't have any Tweet. Twitter Tweet. anxiety. Tweet. I don't think I'm part Tweet. of your society. Tweet. Tweet. Spent twelve minutes Tweet. wondering what to say. Tweet. Tweet. Then dwelled on my post.
2: I've got instant insecurity.
3: Tweet. Now, who the hell would want to see myself selfie? My page is a joke. My tweet. cover photo's lame. Tweet.
0: Tweet. When it comes to tweet. gifts, tweet. I don't have any.
1: Tweet. Tweet. Tweet.
0: Tweet. Tweet. Game. And blocked. What are some of your hobbies outside of uh, music?
1: Um, well, definitely horror movies. Um, if I'm not writing music, I'm probably watching something horror, or I'm live. I love the live tweet. Uh. I don't know how that started. About a year ago, I, I stumbled into the live tweet thing, where you basically your followers who don't do it. I can I, I can see where it would be a, an annoying thing, but uh, uh, it's basically you watch a movie with at the same time as everyone. The last the last driving crew does it, and um, we just basically yeah. live tweet and hashtag, and um, it's it's a blast. It's it's always a good time. I've been doing a lot. I actually one of the tears for Stabby Road at the $50 level was you could pick any movie and I would do a live tweet. So this month I've been working through them. I actually had have four scheduled this weekend, uh, two more tonight. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I was like, my, my wife looked at the calendar earlier. She hadn't seen it. She's like, you had five things scheduled for this weekend? I'm like, I don't know how that happened, honey. But um, <clears throat> but I, I did want to kind of do them first so I, I could say they were good and then go back and focus really on just getting the album done. But So I would say that horror movies, live tweeting – um reading i'm an avid reader i love to read um uh doing things with the kids uh playing with the kids spending time with family and, and and getting out whenever we can obviously that's been harder these days but um yeah but uh we're a board game family we definitely love to we definitely love like game nights and things like that too video games i do like uh I, I, went, I faded from gaming for a while, but when the pandemic started, I think I kind of got back into that hardcore. I was buying games for the first time, new games for the first time in like decades and uh, playing through them.
0: What so. are some horror films that you would recommend?
1: Horror films that I would recommend. Um, okay. <laughs> How much time you got? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> for people getting into horror, I would recommend definitely uh, some of the classics um, the thing is a big one. I just did a parody about that Halloween, like the early slasher films, Friday the Thirteenth, um, um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of like creature features yeah. too, so I would I would say you know Gremlins and Tremors. Um, uh, I'm a shark fanatic, uh, so Jaws, uh, Deep Blue Sea, Bait is a good one. Uh, that's on Tubi. Uh, Tubi is a good place for horror. If you've never spent time on Tubi, go there if you want to but uh recent ones um a uh, host is a big one i would definitely recommend if you want like a quick breezy film but really well done uh i would say host is like 53 minutes all shot during the pandemic um the last two years have actually right. been really really good years for horror um anything for jackson was fantastic i just watched uh last night in soho uh last night which was a fantastic mm-hmm. film probably my favorite one of 2021 would be uh, uh definitely a good one to check out. Um Malignant yeah. last year was a good one too.
0: What are what's your favorite part about making music?
1: I would say the reactions um that I get. I have I have a blast with it. I and I know early on when I first had the idea for the host song, you know, I even even I knew it was a very niche um market. I I was breaking away. I wasn't yeah. writing songs about lots of laundry and Marvel movies and uh Jason Momoa. I knew I was going into a very niche market. I'm basically trying to write movies that mostly horror fans are going to get and making them funny, which horror isn't technically, in most cases, not funny. But um, uh, I've enjoyed it. (laughs) There's never been a point, I mean, except for a few times where I get the perfectionism kicks in and and I do get frustrated with a process of a song. But uh, for the most part, I've I've just had, I've loved writing every one of the last, the, the songs since 2020. Um, but for me it's the reactions it's when I do a Final Destination song and Jeffrey Reddick the writer of Final Destination retweets it and says holy cow that was great <laughs> uh, or the fact that I now chat with Kelly Maroney who was one of my heroes in the early 80s for you know Night of the Comet and Chopping right. Mall the fact that sh- we follow each other on Twitter and she's commented on my music um, like uh, little things like that um um uh but when I when I put so or like when Diana Prince from Last Drive In uh retweets my song Hey Joe Bob the night before Last Drive In on her Twitter channel. Um and then I actually went to yeah. a con in October at the Monster Mania and I got to sing it to Joe Bob, like right in front of him, eye to eye, nervous as all get out. <laughs> but I <laughs> sang it right people were like, Oh my gosh, I would have I would have ran. I'm like, I was shaking for the entire drive home, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I think that's, that's the biggest thing is when like Jed Shepard, the writer of host says, okay, you're the the song for our next movie. You better be your best one yet. And, um, because (laughs) I grew up a horror fan, it was kind of like an outcast thing, you know, even, even back in the early eighties when, you know, being a horror fan really kind of did separate you and it was kind of a refuge. And it's always been something I've enjoyed. It's, uh, um so now that i'm chatting with people that were heroes of mine as a kid it's it's that's been that's been for mm-hmm. me one of the biggest parts of it and just the reactions from fans you know it's just, um i've had people tell me that hey joe bob is on regular rotation at their house like they they play it all the time and i'm just like oh that's 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 kind of what i want to hear
0: <laughs> um if you're given the chance to share the stage with any performer who would it be
1: uh weird Al, <laughs> i would have weird to Al. be weird Al. i i would actually want to do my song about him with him i think that would be awesome i mean Weird is definitely one of the biggest influences of I mean, he showed that you could write i think a lot of us can relate to this he showed that you could write goofy funny um music and make it mainstream make it something you know people want to hear it, it can be a, like it it showed that like parody was a true art form not like because I mean, we all hear it when you write parodies, all that's just copying, that's lazy. Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't think so. I think there is, there is a, an art to it, and um, he showed that. But even, even just in general, the the funny novelty kind of song can still be meaningful. It can still be enjoyable. It can still reach people. And I think that would be, he would be the he would definitely be the one I would want to share the stage with.
0: So, what haven't you created or accomplished that you still want to?
1: So, um, before all of this started, before all of this happened, um, where the, everything started a few years ago, I did have an idea for a musical and I'm a big musical fan and I had, um, okay. this is when I met my wife, so four years ago. And I have like an act, right? I have like a, an act's worth of songs and ideas. I mean, granted, nothing's, things need to change, but, um, it's kind of a, of a satirical retelling of a major historical event, but it's told in a way that reflects on the state of the way things are today. Um, and how things that happened during this event are still relevant. They're still, we're still seeing that. So that would be my biggest one would be getting that musical done and getting it on stage somewhere, preferably Broadway. But I mean, yeah. <laughs> if I'm being honest, that would be, it would be to get it on Broadway. It would be, <laughs> but yeah, that that's my, that's my big one. I mean, uh, integrated a lot of this a lot of the other stuff takes it because um and you know people that do any kind of art music or movies or anything you know it's just, it's the same thing you have this idea but then this thing pops in your head so then this thing put gets pushed um but when stabby road's done i'm back to the musical <laughs> i want to really work on that
0: that would be awesome looking forward to that cool one. thanks so, where do you do mostly recording? Uh, do you do it in a home studio, or do you actually go out to a professional uh, recording studio?
1: No, I don't. Um, not not at this point. Um, I do have someone do it professionally. Um, I that is, I know in the long run would be good. I have a Yeti microphone with my laptop, um, and that's that's right. where I do my recording. I also do all my my own video editing uh, for YouTube from my home with a green screen. And um, but no, I do my recording at home. Now I do find ways to make it as Sound as good as I can. I key. I do have a, a like a a quiet area and a soundboard where I can, I can record vocals. Um, I do post things on my YouTube channel that I kind of mix myself. But f- anything that goes to an album, um, I send over to Austin. Austin does all the music because um, for parody, you can't use a karaoke track and sell it. It has to be an original track. Um, yeah. But I'll, also for like Hey Joe Bob, for Hey Joe Bob, I he goes, what are your chords? I'm like, I don't know um <laughs> i just sang the song he's like no tell me you figure out your chords and then send it to me so i uh <clears throat> for hey joe bob i said he goes what do you want to sound like i said alice cooper he comes back with this rocking musical track that i probably never right. would have even thought of to do and it's uh it was awesome but yeah then he he mixes it and does everything uh professionally
0: uh, so when is does stabby rope due to come out
1: the plan is to have it done by june uh i did state in the kickstarter that that was the goal would be june um or before we have a lot of the songs are already done and mixed um we have a bunch of songs that i have on my youtube channel that are going to be on the album that are just getting studio versions so those won't take long because i've already they're already written they're already i've already sung them before and then we just have a couple more that uh either need to be just recorded or i'm still working on some of the lyrics and stuff but um yeah it's coming along i don't foresee any i i definitely see us getting it out by june if not before
0: so where can people find you on social media
1: uh my twitter account is where i'm most active uh which is jeff whitmeyer one um uh, but i also have a facebook account which i'm less active on i i try and get there but i i'm more active on on twitter so definitely follow me on there that's where i post all my updates and things that are going on in live tweets um, and then my YouTube channel is Jeff Whitmire forty seven. That's the primary spot to find uh, new things. And I do have a Bandcamp page where the professional things are for sale, and that's Jeff Whitmire uh, um,
0: Are there any nerd rock artists that you'd like to give a shout out to?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I mean a ton. Uh, Library Bards uh, definitely check check out the Library Bards if you've never heard them. They are probably the quintessential parody group in my mind. Uh, they're just excellent um pdx broadsides uh, misbehaving maidens uh are one of my uh, the first ones i found uh, madison matricula roberts um i think probably has one of the best voices in music today <laughs> uh mainstream or not i think madison is one of the best singers I've ever heard uh, and just a, a a great lyricist um fifth sister is a good friend of mine um but uh they're they're just amazing um I say Insane Ian definitely I would. Insane Ian just yep. put out a new album this year. Uh, Devo Spice, Luke Ski, uh TV's Kyle. I could go on, but I mean definitely, uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely a bunch of the ones that I I I are in constant rotation in my house. Um, Chris Mezalesta would be another. He did a did, uh, did an album this year too. Tambourine Love.
0: Okay, well I think we're gonna wrap this up here. Okay. So uh, Jeff, it's been great talking with you. And thank you so much for coming yes, out. Yes,
1: thank you. Thank you for having me. That
0: was fun. If you're enjoying the podcast, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash geeks. That's right. We messed up on the domain. So that's patreon.com forward slash M-E-E-T-H-E-G-E-E-K-S and help us keep bringing great content and great interviews with artists you want to know about.